This is the Tribune Audio Network. And we're recording. Hi. Hi. Welcome Hi. to SIP. SIP. Survive. And Oh, boy. <laughs> that was a rough one. We're keeping that it, was... though. We're keeping it. It was amazing. <laughs> Perfect. Sip, survive, repeat, you guys. That's what you're doing. Uh, we are doing two episodes during the quarantine, just in case you guys need some extra entertainment. So this is our Weird News Shorts episode. Uh, it's not where we wear shorts. It's not warm enough in Cleveland for that. Uh, it's where we tell you little short snippets of weird news. Ta-da! You're welcome. <laughs> you're all welcome. Uh Kenny, would you like to go first? Yeah, we're going to bring it to our home state of Ohio right yeah, now. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Oh. An Ohio man pulls a gun on who? Um, his snake. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, naturally, I wanted to say his wife, but I don't think that that's that easy. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe... Hmm maybe like a restaurant owner or the, the carryout person the Ooh. easter bunny no oh. why would you do that so on the afternoon of april 8th someone dressed as easter bunny and visited residents around middleborn just taking photos and stuff and then went to an overpass on i-70 to wave at passing vehicles one resident saw the bunny and got out of his car and held him at gunpoint and started threatening him <gasps> Why would you do that, crazy person? The bunny did seem to calm it down, though. And the police found the suspect sitting in his car with a 12-pack of beer passing the day away. Oh, so he was drunk. Yes. He was drunk and just waiting for something like an Easter bunny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) To point his gun at. (laughs) Just needed some reason to point his gun. Oh, God, that's not good. Okay. Um, All right, all right, all right. Okay, a California dreamed about eating what and woke up to find out she really did dreamed about eating what in and out burger her <laughs> own finger <gasps> jenna evans was on a high-speed train that was racing down the tracks her fiance by her side when some bad guys appeared she said there was only one way to protect her 2.4 carat diamond engagement ring damn oh. girl Swallow it, and that's exactly what she did in her dream and in real life. No! <laughs> then she woke up and she realized that her engagement ring was no longer on her finger. <laughs> she then woke up her fiance and told him what happened, fearing he'd be mad, but he wasn't. She went to urgent care, and doctors decided that letting the ring pass naturally would not be in her best interest. So they sent her to a specialist. That diamond's (laughs) too big, honey. (laughs) Maybe you should have got a carrot. Okay. Um, So they ended up doing like the um, camera thing down her throat. I'm sure there's a special name for it. Um, And they found a scope. Is that what it is? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. And they found it in her intestines and she had surgery and she's fine. So and is oh, she wearing this, is she wearing the ring again? She's wearing the ring again. She probably hopefully she went and got it cleaned. But this oh, was this happened in September. What if you had to clean, what if you had to clean that? Ma'am, this what's happened all over in September. This ring? Don't worry about it. <laughs> just my juice. Um, just my intestinal juice. This happened in September of 2019. And in the article, it was like um 
she looks forward to her wedding in May of 2020. And I'm like, Aww. as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh no, honey. So I'm wondering if that's, if their wedding's still on anyway. It might be. I mean, some people are it doing might. some like pretty interesting, like virtual wedding situations. Yeah. I know the wedding we are going to go to in San Francisco in June was just officially canceled. So. Oh no. Yeah, I know. It's so sad. So. So not, no, not in and out burger and engagement ring. But Kenny, you were close to the finger. <laughs> um, I just really like in and out burger. I've never been. <gasps> Get never it together. Okay. I know. So I am again bringing you remedies. So these are bizarre ancient remedies. Okay. Kenny, that was a big yawn, Kenny. I know. I'm I know. Sorry. Apparently, <laughs> I'm, I'm boring Kenny to death. Uh, okay. So, the I'm going to tell you the name of it, and you can guess what it is. This is a procedure called trepanning or trepaning. What do you think that okay. is? What's it help? It has to, it has to do with um, helping your migraine. Helping your migraine. Trepanning. And what... Is there like an era that this is from? Is it? It's from, uh, it dates back all the way till 7,000 years ago, but it continued being used oh. until the early 1900s. Oh, so they put the Is that what it's called when um, people like drill holes in the skull? Kenny, you are correct. Oh my God. Thank God that <laughs> practice has stopped. So um, this, this little blurb says, when you have a migraine, do you ever feel like a nice hole in the head would help? Kenny? Do you think it would? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, no. Apparently, no, I don't think so. A lot of historic ancestors felt drilling an opening into the skull was a reasonable way to treat the pain and neurological issues. Um, this type of surgery resulted in fewer deaths than you might think, um, despite the fact that it left your brain exposed. Oh. <laughs> the earliest indications of trepanation, which is the name of this, or trep. Panation, I think it's trepanation. They date back to 7,000 years ago. Um, but in 7,000 years ago, they found it in places like Greece, Africa, and Polynesia. And they said they even found it in America. But they found it also continued into the early 1900s. Mm. So it happened in ancient times, but it also happened more recently than we would like to admit. So um, don't drill holes in your head if you have a migraine. There's lots of other safe methods to remedy that sort of thing. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. <laughs> I just like <laughs> your brain, that it was just like you just had a hole in your head and there was just like brain. Like there's too much pressure. Like I get when you have a migraine, you ha- you feel pressure. The pressure, yeah, I get that. So, but, I get it. On. I'm just grossed out to no end about it. But after you did it a couple times to a few people, wouldn't you be like, yeah, this doesn't work? <laughs> mm. you know? maybe, they, maybe it did work. I don't know. Maybe once you drilled the hole, it did work. Maybe. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, Kenny. Okay. <laughs> um. That's all I have for that one. <laughs> You're like, next. <laughs> <laughs> A Swedish city is planning to do what to a park to deter visitors from going? Damn it, I know this one. I gotta, mm, I'll find another mm-mm. one real quick. It's fine. That's a good one, Kenny. I'm gonna say stink bomb. They're gonna throw stink bombs all over the park. 
You're not close. They're dumping a whole bunch of chicken manure in the park. Ew. (laughs) That'll work. It has, you know, it's going to fertilize the lawns, but also keep people away with the stink. So they're calling it a win-win right now. The chicken, does chicken poop stink? A lot of it. All poop stink. Okay. Well, they're they're dropping like, and they're dropping like a ton of it. Like it's a lot. So yeah, yeah, I think a lot. How much are they dropping on? Did they put how much it was in this article? I think it says, yeah, it said a ton. Yeah, I think it's literally just a ton. Okay. 2,000 pounds? Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. I think 1,000 yeah. pounds is a ton. And then 2,000 would be, wait. Two tons. <laughs> no, no, no. 1,000 pounds math. is half a ton. 2,000 pounds is a ton, I think. Again, math. Kenny, math. ton is 2,000 pounds. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Equal so. to 100 cubic feet, most likely. Okay. That's disgusting, but I don't. I like. I would like to know where they're getting all this poop from. Chicken right, <laughs> right, guys. Shit. Okay, Fine. I found this one really, really fast. It's, it's not great, but it's it'll work. Okay, um, Igloo has issued a voluntary recall on various coolers after a Florida father shared home surveillance video that shows what. So Igloo, the coolers. You know, like yeah. you take your igloo cooler, has issued a voluntary recall on various coolers after a Florida father shared home surveillance video that showed what? Again, Florida. This one isn't really that weird, but okay. Is it like a kid getting stuck in one? Yes, yes. Oh, it is? Yes. Yeah, so right. well don't don't let your kids get into an igloo cooler. That's dumb. Yeah, that's well they had it they had it open, like they cleaned it out, so they, they went and did something with the cooler, like hiking or whatever you do with a cooler that big. And then they cleaned, sprayed it out, and they had the lid open to let mm-hmm. it air dry. And they were in the kitchen, and the cooler was in the sunroom. So the boy, I think he was five, maybe? And mm-hmm. say. Um, he got in the cooler and closed the lid and was, like, playing in it, like, kept opening the lid to look around and then would close it. And then the new cooler that they just released has a latch or – um a lock mechanism on the outside. So he closed it hard enough that it latched and he was, it, he was locked in. Oh, so he was no. screaming for help. And his, thankfully his parents heard him and ran in there and they were like, they showed the video online and they're like looking around the room, like, where the hell is he? And then they saw the cooler and, you know, kept him in there for another week. No, I'm kidding. They let him out. But <laughs> if, if he would have been like outside and this had happened and they wouldn't have heard him scream. I mean, who knows? So, Oh my god. This I think Yikes. this just happened in March. So watch your coolers, people. Especially if they have that locking mechanism. Yeah, must have been a fancy one. Mm. My styrofoam okay. one won't do that, so <laughs> none <laughs> of the ones I have latch. So <laughs> yeah, I also feel like I don't have any big enough that any of my now children would fit in. Maybe, right. Declan. Maybe. Uh okay. So, um, in the 1600s, uh, London was being ravaged by the Black Death, and physicians turned to what to help stop the plague exposure? Hmm. I want to say leeches, but I feel like it's not that. Okay. All right. Was that'll, that'll be my guess in case I don't think of anything else. Okay. Was it something they did the to the body, or was it something they did to like the environment? It's something that they told people to do to counteract okay. the plague exposure. Um, I can't sanitizer. 
<laughs> I don't think they had that in the 1600s. <laughs> they should have. They wouldn't have had a. They wouldn't probably be in that this situation. Um, I would think drink. It's got to be drink something. So I'm trying to think what they had back in the 1600s that they could drink. Um, mead. Mead was a big thing. What's mead? It's a uh, alcohol made with honey. Yeah. Oh. It's, that it's, making, it it's making a comeback. No, that's not oh. what it is. But... Yeah, my, my one friend has uh, has a meadery. Um, my oh. my uh, aunt and uncle brought it to Christmas, and I tried some, and I it, it's not my jam. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> Depends on the type of mead you get. There's some that have a lot of fruit called a melanoma, and oh. those are delicious. Well, that sounds a little bit too much like melanoma. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Weird. <laughs> Uh, all right. Are those the guesses? Are we are we ready for the reveal? Yeah, the big I'm reveal? ready. Yes. Fart sniffing. Oh. <laughs> I would have never guessed that. Was there an uprising <laughs> pink eye as well? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> when the Black Death was ravaging London in the 1600s, physicians turned to bodily fumes. Oh, Experts God. claimed potent gas could counteract plague exposure, so residents either huffed farts from jars <laughs> <laughs> or or kept stinky animals inside their home oh my gosh this Amazing. little blurb ends with considering the widespread devastation of the bubonic plague it's safe to say this didn't work <laughs> <laughs> so don't go smelling other people's farts or your own oh. i'm just like really doctor can you imagine if right now doctors were like they had their, their press conference or whatever at like two and they're like, listen, everyone, we found a cure for the COVID and it involves sniffing farts. If you can fart in a jar and then huff it, you're going to be in great shape. Also, also if you <laughs> fart in a jar, is it really going, like, is it going to stay in the jar if you close, like, come on, people. <laughs> That's but my I favorite loved one it. so far. But I loved it, and I think fart sniffing is a hilarious thing to tell anyone to do, especially from a doctor. It's like, what are you so. doing this Friday? Oh, I'm just going to jar some of my farts and save <laughs> the bubonic plague. I might need to huff it later. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. So, or have it. a stinky animal. I'm like, well, maybe that's why I'm so healthy. We do have a lot <laughs> of stinky animals here. Uh, yeah. So, um, Okay. Well, that's it for uh, Weird News Shorts this week. Make sure you guys tune in every week on Tuesday for regular episodes and Thursday for Weird News Shorts. This has been Sip, Survive, Repeat. Bye. Bye. Bye.